0: I'll just call, call Bill.
1: It. Yeah. Hello, New York, gabagool.
0: Hey, hey, hey! You got your gabagool. Why is it
1: a New York number?
0: Because we wanted to make sure we got virus zero one in there. Oh, that's that's that. New York is where the virus was available.
2: I think yeah. Well, there All was right. a couple of choices, but um, none of them were as cool as New York. And a lot of broadcasts happen from New York. Six four six gives you that like New like you know, cool
0: Street by association. Creek. All right, All right. Live
1: from New York at Shitty Gandalf
0: Live. <laughs> All right. I'm so necessary. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump into the B block now, and we're back on the Media Virus Podcast. Welcome to the B block, where we're gonna take a take a dive into a little bit more news, and then uh, we've got uh, we've got staff writer Bill on the line. He's going to join us for our our our, our game after the, our more news stories. Bill versus AI. Uh, during the writer strike, uh, we're going to we're we're putting Bill to the test here. Part of our negotiation with uh, staff writer Bill to deal with to to make this deal is he's got to prove his worth. So we're putting him against up against AI to to prove his worth. We're gonna we're gonna find out whether Bill or AI writes a better treatment. Um, we'll get a little deeper into the rules uh, as we go on. But uh, right now, we're going to get into some more news stories, Matt. Uh, it it seems that Uber might be leaving Minnesota. Had you heard that? I, I br-
2: looked at it briefly, but I I you know it was just uh, what is what is the issue? Well,
0: well,
1: well Lizzo got in the car and wore out the inspection uh, uh,
0: suspension. <laughs> close, <laughs> close. Um, well. They may not leave, but uh, they have threatened to, to pull out because uh, prices could go up in, in such a way that it may not be, uh, may not be effective for them to try and operate in Minnesota if this law goes through. If you're a frequent user of rideshare services like Uber or Lyft, listen up. A recent development in the insurance industry might have an impact on your wallet. According to a report from Fox 9, Rideshare insurance changes are on the horizon, and they could lead to increased prices for riders in the great state of Minnesota. But not for nothing.
2: Who didn't see this fucking coming? Like seriously, you have all these cars on the road that are that are now fucking taxis. And I know, I know that you supplement your income as a rideshare driver. And I do. And this, you know, we're not in Minnesota, but this could happen. But like, I, you know, this is about the insurance industry. Once they're allowed to do it in Minnesota, they're going to try to fucking do it everywhere. Yes and and you know you can legitimately not tell your insurance company you drive for Uber and if you don't never have an uh, an accident you don't have a problem the problem is is when you do have a fucking accident and you're trying to claim it on your insurance and you're trying to get your maybe you know if you have a passenger you have to tell them like oh I was just giving you a ride right you know this is, this is really, you know and you got the branding on you and shit like that you know the the, the insurance industry is going to attempt to catch up yes you know, that's going to happen.
0: And and the way that it works out for the most part is if you have a ride in the car, you're covered by Uber or, or Lyft, as the case may be. If you don't have a ride in the car, it's kind of on you. So as this, as, as everything pertains to this story, until now, ride share companies have relied on a mix of personal and commercial insurance policies to cover their drivers and passengers. However, this hybrid approach is about to undergo significant alterations. Minnesota's Commissioner of Commerce, John Harrington, has announced that new regulations will require rideshare companies to provide commercial insurance coverage for their drivers during the entire time they are logged into the app. Commissioner Harrington believes that this shift towards full-time commercial insurance coverage is necessary to ensure that all passengers are adequately protected. However, this move is likely to come with a price tag. As rideshare companies adapt to these changes, it's expected that the additional cost of commercial insurance will be passed on to consumers, potentially resulting in higher fares. According to industry experts, the implementation of full-time commercial insurance coverage is likely to have considerable impact on the overall cost of rideshare services. The the increased insurance expenses could lead to fare adjustments, which might affect both occasional users and those who rely heavily on ride-sharing as a primary mode of transportation. The proposed insurance changes in Minnesota align with similar shifts happening across the country. Other states have already implemented regulations requiring ride-share companies to provide full-time commercial coverage. There was a
2: reason taxis are so fucking expensive.
0: This move aims to address potential gaps in the insurance coverage and ensures that drivers and passengers are adequately protected in the event of an accident or incident. However, it's important to note that these insurance changes are not set in stone just yet. The proposed regulations will undergo a thorough review process, including public hearings, before they can be implemented. It remains to be seen how the final version of regulations will look and when they will take effect. So, Minnesota, if you rely on rideshare services, keep an eye out for updates on these insurance changes. While the primary goal is to enhance the safety and protection, it's crucial to consider the potential impact on prices.
2: Jesus Christ. AI is kicking out some radio copy. That was a long-ass story about the same thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holy shit. But, I mean, I don't, I don't understand a lot of what, what's happening, but I know this much. Businesses don't get taxed. They pass that tax along
0: to you. To At consumer. every chance that they get.
2: Every chance. Anytime their their expenses go up, your expense goes up. That's that's the way it works. Okay? And then if their expenses go down, your expense stays up because they've already gotten that
0: out of you. You know who we need? The guy who figured out how to keep selling those Arizona tea cans for 99 cents. I,
2: yeah, right? Right they don't. don't am i, know I wrong about that get. is there anything wrong
3: what? about that they, they stopped they stopped doing that well do you know the how the long they did it? still out there that said 99 cents on them and some of all they had to sell them for what they were marked as whatever but now they like it is since
0: so since so basically their somebody somebody overbought on cans and they got screwed
3: yeah pretty much
0: uh. yeah
3: that was that was like that was one like one of our last shreds
2: of hope, you know. But yeah. I mean, ever since the, ever since the dollar store went to the dollar twenty five store,
3: yeah,
2: it's it's life is dude, life is fucking weird. The dollar store is a dollar
0: twenty five. yeah, it's the buck and a quarter tree. Go
2: back in time and explain that to fifteen year old Maddie, because fifteen year old Maddie used to love going to the dollar store. Or back then it was the ninety nine cent store, right? And and just ask the clerk
0: how much, much is everything this? was. How much is this? How, and how somebody this? made a
2: fucking commercial out of that. <laughs> and I, I'm sure I wasn't the only kid, but back in the eighties, like there wasn't all this like sharing of information. Right. So if you thought of something like that, it was fucking, that's everybody told me I was funny. Now I just realize I'm average. <laughs> I'm the average funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. so much, Funny around there, like there's so many people around there just being funny. I'm more of like an off-the-cuff,
0: not too hilarious jokes, kind of plain.
2: No, just yeah, kind of yogurt. But like, everything
0: you know. is funny when you're smoking Mary Jane. That's true. That
2: is absolutely true.
0: But I think I that always something to say.
3: I always like to, uh, to think hey, about a, a across the the pound or, or across the pond.
0: You
3: know what they call their dollar dollar generals, right?
0: The the pound store pound town pound town <laughs> nice. they're having more
3: fun than us now
2: they are having more fun than us now what's the next story
0: hello mate I want to go down to pound town uh well um we're gonna to go to Florida I think uh there where they've got radioactive pavement are you concerned about the quality of the road you drive on how about you Pete are you concerned yeah um, Discover a groundbreaking solution that's revolutionizing the way we pave our streets. Introducing radioactive paving with Phosphogypsum, a game changer for Florida's roads. We all know how frustrating it can be to navigate pothole-ridden roads, causing damage to our vehicles and wasting precious time. But now, thanks to cutting-edge technology, Florida's roads are getting a major upgrade. The secret law... The secret lies in phosphogypsum, a naturally-occurring byproduct of the phosphate industry. This innovative material, infused with low levels of radiation, is paving the way for smoother, more durable roads. It's time to say goodbye to those tire-shredding potholes. But what makes radioactive paving with phosphogypsum so extraordinary? The radiation emitted by the material helps to stabilize the road, reducing cracks and improving longevity. You're still getting cancer as you fucking drive. AI is making this sound like this is the greatest fucking idea. It's like giving your vehicle a smooth, luxurious ride every time you hit the road. Safety is always a top priority, and rest assured, radioactive paving is completely safe for drivers and pedestrians.
2: What the fuck?
0: The radiation levels are carefully monitored to ensure that they are well within accepted safety standards.
2: Long-haul plus, are going to have kids with nine heads.
0: Plus, this groundbreaking solution helps to address environmental concerns. By repurposing, <laughs> by repurposing phosphogypsum, we're reducing waste and contributing to a more sustainable future. So get ready to experience the next generation of road paving. Florida's roads are being transformed with radioactive pavement. Say goodbye to potholes and hello to a smoother ride. We can't have
2: nuclear power plants, but we can have radioactive roads.
0: Radioactive it's- paving with phosphogypsum is subject to local regulations and availability. Please consult with local authorities and project developers for specific details. Wow. I was
3: going to say. It was do we fine need- print.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice fine print.
3: I was going to say, uh, so, like, do we need Floridians losing their teeth any faster?
0: You know? <laughs> well, see, it does, it, it, it's a unique problem for Floridians because Floridians spend an inordinate amount of time face down on the pavement. So it could cause tooth loss. You're absolutely right.
2: Could, I mean, it, it could cause. Uh, hair loss, too.
0: It could, all right. You know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
3: tell you guys something incredible. But what if nobody I, had I cancer? Actually read this article extensively? Okay, that was the joke. Oh, okay, I extensively. <laughs> no, no I, I really did. I really, I really read this one. I read this one earlier this week.
2: Was
0: it as positive?
2: Was the article as positive as the AI generated?
3: No. Copy? I'm starting to wonder if AI is trying to kill us. You know, they're like, ah, eh, yeah. Tell, them, tell yeah, them to use a radioactive
2: pavement. Because I think I looked at that and it, they weren't selling
0: it.
3: No, I mean, they were they were talking about how uh, the process by which the, the gypsum phosphate, whatever stuff, uh gypsum, phosph- phosphogypsum, yeah. Uh, is like there's more of the phosphogypsum generated than there is what they're trying to get out of the process. So the phosphate.
0: Right. Like there's there's more of this phosphogypsum created that than than the, the actual, actual product there's more byproduct than, than product,
3: product that they're, yeah they, that they're trying to
0: glean from the yeah. from the process they're they're just, so try, they're just trying they're like trying to find giant, a place to hide it
3: yeah they're, yeah they're looking for places to hide this shit um there's there's <laughs> got to be like fields of it you know miles of it
0: they're not called yeah, fields pete i'm looking at the article right now they call them gyp stacks yeah gyp stacks the the phosphogypsum stacks or gyp stacks as they're called.
3: Yes. All
2: right, so I I, I I it's one of those. Remember that bit that I wanted to come up with with, uh, with Stan? Is it an insult? Like we call somebody a strawberry,
3: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. or uh, or a pylon?
3: Now we okay. can call them a gyp stack.
2: Gip sack. If I called you, listen. Look here, gypsack. sack. <laughs> <laughs> but I think look, the thing about Florida and about a lot of places, is that you can't take the whole state, you know, and and, and grade it as a whole.
0: But you, know, you can take the whole state and irradiate it.
2: You can. But <laughs> states are, you know, the, the wonderful thing about states is um, that they have local governments. And these local governments are what handle, like, you know, there are good neighborhoods because there are good local governments that, that pass good laws and and have good people in place. True that. And then there are bad neighborhoods because there are bad local, there are corrupt local governments, you know, but ultimately like it's the the local you know, it's the local government in which like I'm lucky lucky enough to live in an in unincorporated area. Isn't that neat? I don't have an, I don't have a local government. I don't even have trash pickup. <laughs> I have to pay a trash man to come. And uh it's the weirdest thing, but it's still cheaper than the taxes in Wilmington. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so I, I don't complain too much. And uh, because of my area, I get uh, I get pretty pretty expedient police uh, response.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, you do.
2: <laughs> Quick, they show up. Yeah.
0: Well, most of your neighbors have the nine and the one already pressed. Before, <laughs> you yeah, know, when they well, wake no, up in the morning. Not
2: most. No, no, maybe one of them. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anywhere calls the fuzz in this neighborhood. But, uh, you know, uh, it's a good thing I don't live in Texas.
0: That's right. uh, And this story takes us to the Lone Star State, where Texas has passed a significant bill that could have far-reaching implications for cities. According to a report from The Hill, the new legislation aims to strip authority from local municipalities. In a move that has garnered attention nationwide, the Texas legislature approved a bill that curtails the power of cities to make certain decisions independently. This measure could reshape the balance between state and local control. The bill, which has now been signed into law, grants state officials greater authority over various aspects of traditionally managed by cities, such as land use regulations, zoning policies, and certain public health initiatives. Proponents argue that this centralization of power will lead to more uniformity and consistency across the state, However, critics express concern. This is directly.
2: This is this is a direct shot at Austin.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: This, this is a direct shot at. I mean, a lot. I'm sure a lot of the major cities are run by Democrats, and are maybe a little bit more liberal than the the rural
0: parts of, of- But this is a yeah. This is definitely a direct shot at Austin. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: and the thing about they're they're saying these oh it's limited to and it's this and that Look, once government once government takes control
0: they never give it back.
2: They never give it up. All they try to do. Is get a little bit more,
0: Yeah. a little at a time, a little bit more. Critics expressed.
2: I'm surprised we're not wearing still we're not still wearing masks. To be honest with you.
0: Critics, I'm so, I'm so, yeah,
2: you know, I, I, we we haven't had a new variant of COVID COVID in what a year.
0: Well, yeah, they they gave. But there was up a new variant it.
2: every three fucking months for the right. first two years. They gave, now there's no.
0: They gave up on it. Not there, it was, there's there's not enough sick people anymore.
2: Oh!
1: They ran out of scary names. We're going with Lambda and Omega and Omicron.
0: They ran out of scary names. <laughs> That's a possibility as well. It's now, boogeyman. now COVID people, virus boogeyman virus. Now people just get the cold.
3: <laughs> I mean, weren't they using like the Transformers
0: you know, for names? Well, I, I think... It's I, think variance. I think it yeah. ran its course. It turned into common cold like the last coronavirus that popped up.
2: Right.
0: Anyway, um... Critics express concerns over potential infringement on local autonomy and argue that this could limit cities' abilities to address their unique challenges and cater to specific needs. They contend the local leaders are better positioned to understand and respond to the demands of their communities. The passage of this bill marks a significant development in the ongoing debate over balance of power between state and local governments. Texas is known for its diverse array of cities, each with its own distinct character and priorities. How this new legislation will impact the day-to-day operations of these municipalities remains to be seen. And as as AI always says, we'll continue to monitor this story as it unfolds and provide updates and future developments.
2: Now, this is, like I said, this is a direct shot at Austin because Austin is a cool place. Yeah. But you know what else used to be a cool place? Portland, Oregon used to be a cool place to go. Fucking yep. San Francisco used to be a cool place. Los Angeles could used to be a cool place. These used to be cool places. Okay. Yeah. They're not cool places anymore. So you got to kind of, you got to find that, that find that balance. You can't let the, you can't let, you know, they don't want homeless people shitting in the streets. They don't want.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's,
2: and if I, you let it happen in Austin, you know, those homeless people who are used to shitting in the streets, they're going to wander over to Dallas or they're going to wander out into somebody's field and get shot.
0: Well, you, you know, be a
2: public health initiative. Don't, don't shit on private property.
0: You know the 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 mass exodus uh, from California actually followed the exact path that you just gave. You know, from from like San Francisco down to L.A., and then yeah. now they're moving over to to Austin. And exactly.
2: It's and in Austin. In you better Texas hope don't that shit
0: them. don't follow them.
2: No, they, and that's the thing. They're going to go there to escape the bullshit, and they're going to bring the bullshit with, with them because they don't understand that they are the bullshit. <laughs> right? That's they're right. the fucking problem. It's the, you know, the, 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 the people with deep pockets and pale skin who want to fucking rail, rail for, get offended for everybody else and then can't take the shit anymore and, and then go, go where, and they, they start the same fight. Yep. They go somewhere else and they start the same problem. That's what it is. That, that, yep. I mean, yep. I'm not an educated man. I'm not, I'm not pretending I know anything, but for fuck's sake, all I've been doing is paying attention for 47 years.
0: Doesn't take much, does it?
2: Doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to go like, dude, Portland, how old? You do go to Portland? That'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Let's go. And now I'd be like, I wouldn't. I'm going to fuck. Especially like they, 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 wasn't that where Shav City was? Uh, Where the, where the, the Antifa and.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it took over, and and, and then and it's, they we're gonna have a civilized society, and then then they started shooting each other when shit ran, when when, when shit ran low. Yep,
0: and you then that? and then there's Seattle where there's shitty coffee. Um,
2: dude, I still don't. Do we do we, we talk about the thing with the Starbucks ice? Because Starbucks is no, we didn't because I it's a shit story. But Starbucks is gonna start charging more, right? If you order this uh, one of their drinks without ice,
0: I I think I remember saying ice that. Is
2: Ice is part of the, you know, and if you order light ice, they're going to start
0: charging you more. Oh yeah, because you're you're, you're 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 trying to get more. You, you, they're on to you. You're you're not going to. You know why you're an subject idiot? Subject of one of the reels I think we watched.
3: Yeah,
2: I can explain why and I can explain why you're an idiot because you're standing in line at fucking Starbucks. That's right. why you're an idiot, right? Because you could probably man, go. Man. To, you could probably go to the grocery store and buy a bottle of juice that would taste just like that fucking thing you're drinking, and that. You know that half-gallon bottle would probably cost you about two dollars less than what what you're what you're buying.
0: And it doesn't come with any ice in it.
2: It's got no ice in it, and you can have you can have all of it you You can fill that cup up seven times. But uh, now that we've we've blown through the more news segment, uh, I think it's time. I w- I'm I'm anxious, man. I want to I want to get into Bill versus A. Well, hang on. Can I do the? Can I do an echo?
0: Go ahead. Bill versus Bill Aon. versus. A.I. Thanks. During the writer strike, TMVP has been negotiating with staff writer Bill to come to a deal that we can all live with. For example, Bill gets what we get until we get something. Then we can revisit what Bill gets. As, part of,
2: the,
0: as part of the negotiation, Bill agreed to have a write-off against ChatGPT GPT and prove his value to the show. And the rules are simple. Rule number one, Bill and AI will each write three pitches for Adam Sandler movies. We will put one of each against We will put one of each against one another for Maddie and Pete to decide what's Bill's and what's AI's and which one they like best. Ultimately, the winner will be determined by whoever's pitches are the most liked. So just your ability to to tell Bill from AI is is just that's just kind of a fun plus, but right. uh, we, so. we're we're definitely going to go with the most liked of them. I, and I'd like to start off. I we could we'll do the first set and see how it goes. And and if we want to do another set, we can. We've got three sets. If we want to break it into some blocks, break it into you know this week, next week, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. But I want to start off. I'm going to play two. Um, I, I, to make this fair, I've taken a a computer generated voice to read each pitch. It's the same voice. That way, it, it's completely fair.
2: I was, I was, I was, I was hoping it was going to be Bill, you know, pitching the idea. But uh, I guess that would kind of
0: that would make, yeah that that would v-
2: make them both terrible ideas. <laughs>
0: <So>. Wow! <laughs> Shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. Shots fired on the Media Virus podcast.
2: All right. Well, let's get into the first. All first. right.
0: We're going to go with, with idea one from both Bill and from AI. And uh, remember, you're, you're going to take into account which one is Bill and which one is AI and which one you like the best. So here we go.
4: The movie could be called Farty Business, and it would begin with Adam Sandler's character named Billy being kicked out of his house by his strict and overbearing father on his 18th birthday. With no place to go and no prospects for a job, Billy stumbles upon a traveling circus and decides to join as a clown. One day, while practicing his clown routine, Billy accidentally discovers that he can make music with his farts. At first, he's embarrassed by this talent, but soon he realizes that it's a hit with the circus audience. Years go by, and the circus begins to struggle financially. Billy comes up with the idea of releasing an album of Bon Jovi covers, but with farts as the instruments. He calls it, Slippery When Wet 2, Fart Edition. To his surprise, the album goes viral and becomes a massive hit. As a result of the success of the album, Bon Jovi himself reaches out to Billy and invites him to perform a benefit concert for the struggling circus performers. Billy is thrilled and begins to prepare for the performance of a lifetime. The movie culminates in the benefit concert, where Billy takes the stage with Bon Jovi and performs his famous fart music to a cheering crowd. In the end, the circus is saved, and Billy's talent is finally recognized and appreciated.
0: All right.
2: All right, now we're going to hear the second one now, or do do I have to to try to guess?
0: I'm going to put the second one up against it so that you can compare them. All right, all right, all right. So here, here's, here's this one.
4: The movie could be called The Sheriff Wannabe, and it would begin with Adam Sandler's character, named Barry, being fired from his job as a mall security guard. Feeling lost and with no other job prospects, he decides to fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a sheriff. Despite having no law enforcement experience or training, Barry buys a police scanner and a sheriff's uniform and begins patrolling his small town. He starts giving out tickets for minor offenses and even tries to break up a high school party, claiming that it's illegal. As the movie progresses, Barry becomes more and more delusional, believing that he is a real sheriff and even introducing himself as one to the townspeople. However, his antics begin to cause more harm than good, and he starts to make enemies within the community. Throughout the movie, there are several comedic moments where Barry finds himself in ridiculous situations. He accidentally arrests the mayor's son for jaywalking and even tries to ticket a dog for not being on a leash. In the end, Barry is arrested for impersonating an officer and is forced to face the reality that he is not a real sheriff. However, he learns a valuable lesson about the importance of following your dreams and pursuing your passions in a responsible way. The movie ends with Barry getting a job as a parking enforcement officer and wearing a smaller version of his sheriff's uniform. He is happy to have a job where he can still enforce the law, but in a more appropriate manner. The townspeople have also forgiven him and even throw him a parade, honoring him as the sheriff wannabe.
0: All right. Now, remember, you you need to tell me which one is Bill.
2: I can tell you which one was Bill. Okay. And it is the one I liked better. The first one was Bill.
0: Okay. Farty business.
2: Farty business. Farty business was, in fact, Bill. And that comparatively, much, a much better premise, much better, much more descriptive. It was written in the style of Bill. Okay. I know how, like I know Bill and I also know AI and that, uh, wannabe sheriff. That was a terrible fucking, and the fact that like the, the, oh the importance of following your dreams responsibly, Get fucked. I knew that was AI immediately (laughs) because Bill doesn't do anything responsibly.
0: Pete, your
3: thoughts? Uh, I, too, think the first one was was Bill. Uh, and the second one, of course, was AI. I like the, the the premise for number two. Okay. Yeah.
2: You like the premise for number two better? Yeah. And farty business?
3: Yeah, farty business.
2: I'm just going to butt and in here. Just, just so you guys maybe it's know,
1: just I main... put my copy through AI as well. So they're going to have very similar...
2: Voicing. No, I, I understand that. I understand that, Bill. Uh, I, I kind of know how it po- you polished it up through AI, but a lot of that, a lot of those ideas were you, and they were in fact. It's honestly, you know, I, I'm. It's sad for me to go through through the negotiations. These negotiations where I, I I'm like forced to try to shit on you to devalue you so that I could afford to pay you nothing. Um, but uh, I I I do appreciate uh, your your abilities to come up with the most ridiculous premises, and uh, and, and and make me giggle and uh, farty business made me giggle, so uh, and sh- uh, the, I sheriff wannabe just bored the shit out of me. I just I I really felt like like it sounded like it could be funny, you know what I mean? But just the description of it
0: was a little dry.
2: A little dry, yeah. So okay. I, that's how I knew that was, that was AI. Okay. But I also didn't like, you know, I, I just, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a sucker for farts. You know,
0: farts are funny.
2: Farts are funny. Every fucking
0: so time. So you're a felter, Matty, Huh? What's that? <laughs>
2: you call me a felcher? Listen, so, my favorite thing about farts is my dog. Man, you said it. I did My dog is, is afraid of farts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so but she's all she like she scares herself like she'll fart and then tear ass like she'll just run off the bed terrified <laughs> it's it's so it's, it makes me giggle i could be dead asleep and sometimes i fart and the dog runs off the bed and i just giggle
0: my aunt and uncle had a dog uh named bacchus years ago and bacchus would get mad at her ass and bark when she farted She'd fart and then get like look like all pissed off and bark at her ass like it did something wrong.
2: <laughs> My brother had a dog that would would be scared of the crunch of its own kibble. <laughs> like it would it would bite down on the kibble and uh, you know
0: get all and, freaked out.
2: You come back and bite and run away. Uh, I, I I would like to hear. I would like to go again because I, okay. I you know I, I think uh, not to not to throw them out all at one time but. You know, well,
0: I mean, we can. I mean, it, I. this is actually going a lot quicker than I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's, let's see what we can do with another
4: set. And we'll go here. The movie could be called The Lucky Homeless Man, and it would begin with Adam Sandler's character, named Jack, living on the streets and struggling to survive. One day, he comes across a discarded lottery ticket and discovers that it's a winner of a multi-million dollar jackpot. With his newfound wealth, Jack is suddenly thrust into a world of luxury and excess, but he struggles to adjust to his new life. He's not used to having so much money and doesn't know how to spend it. He also doesn't know who he can trust, as many people begin to approach him with ulterior motives. Throughout the movie, there are several comedic moments where Jack tries to navigate his new lifestyle. He buys expensive cars and houses but finds that he's not happy with any of them. He also tries to impress a woman he meets, but she's not interested in him for his money. As the movie progresses, Jack begins to realize that money isn't everything and that his new life has made him lose touch with his true self. He starts to give back to the community and help other homeless people, using his wealth to make a positive difference in the world. In the end, Jack gives away most of his money and returns to living a simpler life. He discovers that true happiness comes from helping others and being true to yourself, not from material possessions. The movie ends with Jack back on the streets, but he's happier than he's ever been before.
0: All right. And selection number two.
4: All right. The movie could be called Taco Tough Guy, and it would begin with Adam Sandler's character named Tommy getting fired from his job at a fast food chain. With no other job prospects, he stumbles upon a taco truck run by a group of Mexican-American co-workers who take him in. Tommy becomes fascinated with the culture and language of his new co-workers and begins to immerse himself in it. However, he also starts to believe that he has joined a Mexican gang and tries to act tough to fit in. He even starts a cockfighting ring, thinking it's a way to prove his loyalty to the gang. Eventually, Tommy gets caught and is arrested for animal cruelty and gambling. His co-workers are shocked to learn about his actions and are reluctant to help him. However, they eventually decide to testify on his behalf, explaining that he was just a misguided outsider who wanted to fit in. Thanks to their moving testimony, Tommy's sentence is reduced. While in prison, he realizes that he was never really part of a gang and that he was simply trying to find a sense of belonging. He becomes a volunteer Spanish-speaking chaplain and works to help other Mexican-American gang members find a new path in life. In the end, Tommy is released from prison and goes back to work at the taco truck. He has a newfound appreciation for the culture and people he once misunderstood and works to make amends for his past mistakes. The movie ends with him serving up delicious tacos to happy customers while his co-workers smile proudly at the man he has become.
0: All right. Now,
4: this
2: one was a little bit tougher. I thought so. Yeah, these are getting progressively harder. Um, Pete, what do you think? Which well, one do you think I, is Bill?
3: I think the second one is Bill. Okay. And obviously the first one was AI. I like I like the second one. I like I like the taco I. Who does not fucking like taco?
2: You're a fan of tacos. I know that.
3: I'm a big fan of tacos. So like that spoke to me.
2: There's, uh, in my mind, there, there were two phrases that, um, and I don't want to, this might hinder the game a little bit. But there, there, there's a phrase in AI that comes up often. And they might, it might change after a while. But as the movie progresses, is, is something that, I feel. I feel like when 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 that's said, it's AI. Now now that I've said it out loud, Bill knows it, so he's gonna maybe write in that style or or put that in there. Um, but that's what made me think. Um, I I forgot what the uh, first pitch was.
0: The homeless what, lottery. The, the, hom- winner.
2: the homeless. The homeless guy. Homeless yeah,
0: guy.
3: Find a lot winning lottery ticket. You know.
2: Yeah, no, that's like definitely, or that definitely you know? has like this really, a really woke tilt to it. And I know Bill can, can be woke in a mocking, mocking way. So, and that's what made it kind of, that's what made this tough, but I'm, I'm going with number one was, was the AI. Uh, number two was Bill. And again, uh, I, I am, I would love to, to pick the AI movie theme. Just to just to you know give the finger to Bill, Uh, but I can't. I I like the uh, I like the Taco Tough Guy movie idea much better.
0: Okay, so as we move forward, uh, we're at uh, we're at uh, two two for two as far as uh, Bill's ideas being liked. Now, a lot of places would say if we were doing best out of three, we just give it. Give up here, but I I really think that uh, we should showcase these last this last pair. Yeah, but wait a minute, I like, I liked AI the first one
2: around. Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. I so, didn't so.
2: like the AI first time around.
0: So, well,
2: our score is perfect.
0: I'm, but, not, I'm yeah. not trying to hate on Bill. know yeah, I, no, I want us to do right. this. I want us to do this accurately. Yeah, but so
2: so for yeah, no, tec- for, for, technically, for, for, the, the technically, likes.
0: Bill is leading. But uh, AI could still pull this off in the in the third set. Um, so, uh, any thoughts uh, while we're while we're uh, between sets here, Bill?
1: Not really. I'm just shocked that Matt is picking up on the little phrases and things like that. Because I even threw a couple in that I thought sounded very, uh, you know, AI to uh, try to throw him off. Like I put a nice little heartwarming theme there about you
0: know, learning how to be accepted as an outsider. Yeah. I, 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 yeah well, I, 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 I tried, figured. I
1: tried to be a little woke
2: and a little warm-hearted, and he didn't fall for it. No. Uh, see, here's the thing is I know that they've both gone through it, AI. Like, one, the AI just came up with. One, you put through AI to give AI's voice. So, it, you know, you trying to add to AI's voice, I you know, I knew where the, because I, I see where the funny is. You know, I see where the real funny and the real funny's coming coming from Stafford or Bill. As much as I hate to say, it, in my opinion, uh, you know, Pete, Pete, not so much. Pete, Pete's Pete's enjoy, you know, it's it's tied, Bill. This is this is the tie, you know, I guess this could be the tiebreaker.
0: Yeah, like I said, that the, there's still a chance that AI could pull it out if, if everything swings their way. So let's let's get into the third
4: set. Um and we'll do that here. The movie could be called, The Inept Villain, and it would follow Adam Sandler's character, named Ralph, who dreams of becoming a notorious supervillain. Unfortunately, Ralph is not very good at being evil. He is clumsy, bumbling, and always manages to mess up his evil schemes. Ralph's first plan is to rob a bank, but he forgets to bring a mask and ends up getting caught on camera. His next plan is to kidnap the mayor, but he accidentally kidnaps the mayor's cat instead. The media starts to call him the world's worst supervillain, and Ralph becomes a laughingstock. Despite his failures, Ralph is determined to prove himself as a legitimate supervillain. He enlists the help of his henchman, a dim-witted but loyal sidekick named Bob, and sets his sights on a new target, a top-secret government facility that holds a dangerous weapon. Ralph and Bob manage to sneak into the facility, but their plan quickly goes awry when they accidentally activate the weapon and cause chaos throughout the city. The hero, a suave and confident crimefighter named Captain Justice, shows up to stop Ralph, but even he is no match for the unpredictable and hapless villain. As Ralph and Captain Justice battle it out, Ralph begins to realize that being a villain is not as glamorous as he thought. He starts to question his motives and wonders if he's truly cut out for a life of crime. In the end, Ralph decides to turn himself in and face the consequences of his actions. Captain Justice, impressed by Ralph's newfound sense of morality, helps him get a lighter sentence. Ralph also apologizes to the citizens of the city and promises to never try to be a supervillain again. The movie would be a hilarious comedy with themes of redemption and self-discovery. It would showcase Adam Sandler's unique brand of humor and feature over the top action sequences and memorable characters. Alright,
0: that's selection
4: one. The movie could be called Rainbow Redemption, and it would begin with Adam Sandler's character, named Dave, inheriting a gay nightclub from his estranged uncle. Dave is a homophobic man and is uncomfortable with the idea of running a gay club, but he needs the money and decides to give it a shot. Dave's first night at the club is a disaster. He tries to change the music and decor to appeal to a straight crowd, but the club goers are unimpressed. He accidentally walks into the men's restroom and gets hit on by a male patron, causing him to freak out. As the days go by, Dave starts to have a change of heart. He meets a group of regulars at the club who are welcoming and kind to him, despite his initial homophobia. He begins to learn about their struggles and experiences and starts to see things from a new perspective. Throughout the movie, there are several comedic moments where Dave finds himself in uncomfortable situations at the club. He accidentally orders a round of rainbow shots for a group of customers, not realizing they contain a powerful laxative. He tries to dance with a drag queen and ends up falling off the stage. In the end, Dave becomes friends with some of the club goers and joins their group, called the, flirtatious and fabulous five. He even falls in love with the sister of one of his new friends, who helps him see the error of his ways. Dave realizes that love knows no gender and proposes to her in front of the entire club, inviting them all to the wedding. The movie ends with Dave and his new wife sharing their first dance as a married couple while the club goers cheer them on. Dave has turned over a new leaf and is now an ally to the LGBTQ community. Having learned to embrace love and acceptance in all its forms.
0: I I I think you're absolutely right that they, they, they are getting progressively harder as we move on. Dude.
2: All right. I sincerely thought listening to one the whole time, I'm like, this is Bill. This is Bill. Like just the way okay, it's Bill. And then number two comes and I'm like, fuck
0: yeah I, well.
2: because and I'm trying to figure out see here's the thing is I'm trying to figure out if I'd for uh, the Rainbow Redemption did I if I'm trying to figure out if I've seen this movie or like or you know the movie with a very similar yeah. plot or did he pitch this to me first thing in the morning not this morning but at some point
0: before you had coffee
2: before I had coffee? And I'm just remembering his pitch, vividly. You know what I mean.
0: I, I need to catch the name of this first one. I didn't jot it down. The first
2: the one is the inept Villain. The
0: in- inept Villain. That's
2: right. Yeah. Okay. So I like both premises, a lot. Okay. You know, uh, I thought they were. I thought they were both pretty pretty good. Um, but uh, I don't think uh, AI. Would just generate. Uh, Rainbow Redemption.
0: So, so you think Rainbow Redemption is Bill?
2: I think Rainbow Redemption is Bill.
0: Okay, and do you have a preference to the to the which one you like better? It's
2: tough. It is tough. Um, <sighs> I, I think I like Rainbow Redemption better. Like if I had to, if I had, you know. Ten million dollars to make a movie. I, the Gay Roadhouse would definitely
0: be <laughs> definitely be it.
2: You know what I mean?
0: Right. Um. Actually, that that's not a, a bad premise either. Gay Roadhouse.
2: It's kind of what Bill. It's kind of what that that whatever whoever wrote that. I might be wrong. I don't know. Uh, but Pete, what do you think?
3: I like you. It's like, oh, this first one. Yeah, that that feels like Bill. And then heard the second one, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, <laughs> you know, second one was second one was definitely Bill, because I think he was trying to, you know, play the play the AI, right? So yeah, second one second one was was Bill. First one was AI, uh, and I'm with you on the, you know, I like the first one when I when I heard it, but then I heard number two, and I was right, like, yeah. Uh, I
2: was like, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I heard, I heard one, and I was like, yeah, that's that's Bill, and that's funny, and that's Bill because it's funny. Like it's too funny not to be. The AI didn't come up with that, you know what I mean? And then right. the second one, I'm like, oh fuck, because if the if AI came up with the first one, then AI could probably come up with the second
0: one. So you know you, I mean? you're both yeah. right. What's that? You're both right.
2: What is that? We're the, both right.
0: Yep. Second one. Second the second one, was, one Bill. was Bill. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, I, I can tell you that it, it's a sad day because Bill has beaten AI. How about oh, it, Bill? Congratulations, yeah. buddy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I did a pretty good job. I had a couple good premises coming in. And, uh, you know, AI put up a fight. But, you know, we, we finished it out in the third round. We really, uh, you know, knocked him out. You know, we went around the left turn. We went around the left turn a couple of times. And, you know, the car was handling real good made some adjustments there in the last couple of laps. And, you know, real good running car, real good pit crew, and I couldn't know well how the rest of the
2: you know, DuPont racing team. And you uh, know, It doesn't matter if you're talking about the preparation or drilling or you know, the fundamentals. At the end of the day, you look up at that scoreboard, that'll tell you who won the game. That's right. That'll tell you.
0: Bill delivers the funny.
2: Because at the end of the day, it's whoever puts the most points on the board. And that's what Bill did. Yes. That's what Bill did today.
0: Bill delivers. And uh, not for nothing, in our conversations as we put this bit together, uh, we've decided that it's probably a good idea that we submit all six of these ideas to Adam Sandler's production company and see if we can get one of them made. Awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we have
1: a chance. If we just like, write an email and we say, you know, this is free use material. All six of them, I think are real good candidates for Adam Sandler to make a movie out of.
2: I think the one that I would want to see, uh, would be the, the taco tough guy. I think that's the, I think that's, but he, I, the problem, the problem with getting that one made is I, I, I feel like Adam Sandler at this point is so old that a stint in prison. Yeah. It might not,
0: might not be so good. 85
2: years old, you know, by the end of the, he's not, he's not going to want to serve tacos. He's probably going to be in hospice care.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> But uh, a good showing by Bill. Uh, so that goes to show that, uh, you know, AI can't even really compete with a mediocre comedian. And, uh, <laughs> wow. That, that, this is what we should do. Seriously, is we should write stand-up
0: for staff writer Bill. Oh, we, we can. We write,
2: we write the stand-up, and then he goes and does it.
0: Yeah, we'll write it and push it through AI to polish it. Right. And then give it to Bill.
2: And then give it to Bill. We'll go to open mic night.
0: That sounds fun. <laughs> That's a doable bit. That
2: is a doable bit.
0: I know. It live. I know where there's a Wednesday night open mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was right there with you, Mike.
2: So. Notice Bill is awfully quiet right now.
0: <laughs> Come on, Bill.
2: It's- I mean, I'll
1: do it.
2: It's close. Just flush the toilet. <laughs>
1: That,
3: That's why I went quiet. You know, staff right, Bill.
2: Did we something? There, you know? <laughs> hey, Bill, tell tell the story about the fifty dollars flip flops. What,
1: what about the flip flops?
2: Tell the story about how how you came to buy a pair of fifty dollars flip flops.
1: Well, I blacked out and realized I lost a flip flop, so. They wouldn't let me in any bars, so I had to buy a fifty dollar pair of flip flops.
2: Why wouldn't they let so you in the bars? not fifty. Because
1: I lost a flip flop.
2: So, lost a flip flop. So what? And they th- wouldn't let you. Wait, he's not. He's not telling the story right because he, he's like, they wouldn't let me in with one
0: flip flop. He was wa- walking around <laughs> with one flip flop. Who does that? Tried. What? Once one's gone, don't you get rid of both of them? The sign said, no shoes, no
1: shirt, no service. So I wore one flip-flop. I guess they took the, you know, the S on that kind of seriously.
0: Yeah. Well, I've got one.
3: (laughs) There's no (laughs) shoes.
2: I got a shoe. I I
3: got a shoe. (laughs) Where where did this occur? (laughs) uh,
2: In Phoenix. Uh He went to, he went now. Why did you go to Phoenix, Arizona there, Bill? Uh, they just, you know, hang out at the pool party And, you know Because it because it's the bachelorette party yeah. Capital of the world
1: That is why, Scottsdale in Arizona Bachelorette yeah. party Bachelorette party capital of the world
0: It's a beautiful area I lo- I, I really do enjoy the Phoenix area
1: <whistles>
0: Scottsdale. I
2: do da- remembers much of it
0: Well, there's, there's Scottsdale I do not remember
2: much of it at all
0: Scottsdale, you run up to uh, Sedona sometimes <whistles> Sedona's beautiful okay.
1: Are you in line? I went down. I am. I went down the uh, one of the rivers on a tube. Oh, you went and tubing? I got hit in the face. Yeah, and I got hit in the face of a branch. Ah. And it ended up upside down in the water. <laughs> and I also discovered something about myself that I want to wait till I leave the story here to discuss. But uh, <laughs> you know, there's less people watching your show than there are in the Wawa at the moment. But
4: uh, well,
1: you know, I, I discovered that I cannot pee while underwater. so I have to stand up in you know the, the river to a point where the water does not go above my waist and relieve
2: myself.
0: That's weird.
1: <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't go like in under the water. Yeah.
2: Now, I, I heard like there are certain regions where they tell you that not to do that because like something can like swim upstream.
0: Well, there's some places oh, yeah. where you shouldn't just shouldn't just now, be you, in the water you, because it'll just, swim up is, your people.
2: Is, is this a new problem, Bill? Like did, you never did this as a kid?
1: I I, I guess not. I mean, I, I I've never thought of this before. You know, it was just kind of like, you know, I'm in the river for you know four hours. It kind of got a kind of got a tinkle, and uh, you know, I discovered I couldn't tinkle underwater.
2: <laughs> so what you did is you stood up. Until the, the, the water was like right below your waist, and then just piss yourself?
3: Or did you- I, I know what it is. Yeah. It, it, it's the subconscious okay. fear that the whole river was going to turn purple or something. <laughs>
0: so,
1: yeah. So I just stand up in like knee deep water and piss myself and let it run down the leg. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that was better for you than just pissing in the water? Like, I I, feel mean, I couldn't, just I could I didn't know why. You know, maybe it
1: was like a pressure thing.
2: You well, uh, know. He had to pee so bad, like he thought about just peeing in the river and then realized he couldn't pee underwater, <laughs> which I've never heard anybody lack the ability to do that. And when you pee underwater, it's like pee touches your bathing suit, but it, it's diluted immediately. And, and just kind of flows away, right? Or that's how I perceive it in my
0: head. Yeah, You're not just but pissing like, on your bathing suit and yeah, then trying to wash it out later.
2: Pissing on your bathing suit. <laughs> it reminds me of this TikTok I saw. There's, there was this girl, and she was legitimately in a car accident, and she had like this uh, back brace on. Uh huh. But I think that she now is installing the back brace for jokes. Okay. And, and she comes up, and she goes next to this guy at a pool, and she's wearing a bathing suit, and she's like, and, just got and then she just kind of leads over <laughs> it cut off before anything yeah. like, started. But that's what that story reminded me of. And I think on that note, that, uh, it's probably the end of the B block. All right. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us in the B block here where we, uh, we found out that Bill's better than AI. We did a little bit of more news. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, to run over to Hot 100 on Facebook and Instagram, check them out. Uh, hot 100. Uh, Sarah over there is a friend of TMVP.
2: Wait, is it Hot 100 or the Hottest 100?
0: The Hottest 100, I think. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Hottest 100.
2: The hottest 100 women.
0: On Facebook and on Instagram. I'll put links in the, uh, in the show notes so that you can click right on those and um yeah. yeah we'll also be coming right back in the C block and in, in the C block we're going to we're going to do uh Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner we'll have just the tips number 40 and uh, if we can work it in we might have a discussion about the six things that highly narcissistic people say no comments okay so, we'll be back right after, uh... I don't sometime. have time for your shit. Whose shit? <laughs> it's one of those things. Oh. We'll be back right after this.
2: That looks like it'll fit my like ass. That looks like the size of a, you know, a huge dick. Let me shove that in my ass. <laughs> I'm glad you captured that.
0: (laughs) I knew you would be. I
2: mean, you know,